Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. The Sports Bar with Danger and Vitaglia. It's Football Friday. Super Wild Card Weekend. Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? Bills Steelers, 1 o'clock live Sunday right here. Right here, right now. Guys, light me on fire and throw me through a table. Look where we are. <laughs> Wild Card Weekend and the Bills are a 10-point favorite against the Steelers. Amazing. How'd this happen? Here we are. Here the f*** we are. I hope it's bad weather because I think that's more fitting for Pittsburgh than it would would be for Buffalo. Yeah. If something happens and the Bills lose, don't do that. Mike Danger. I think Pittsburgh will show up. These teams are very similar. The Bills have been pretty inconsistent in those wins. I have the Bills winning 21-17, but nothing's comfortable with this team. Happy birthday, Gene Battaglia. I'm with you on this. I think the Bills win. Hard for me to lay points in this game. Really hard for me to lay points. Yeah. The Patriots are sticking to the apparent plan, promoting Gerard Mayo to replace Bill Belichick's Sabres with a victory by a score of 5-3. to three. Amherst Hockey, 95.7 FM and AM 950, The Fan, Rochester. It is happy hour in the sports bar. Super wild card weekend, man. Can't wait to get into it. Looking forward to Sunday afternoon. The Bills hosting the Steelers. A game you'll be able to hear on the fan Rochester with our pregame coverage starting Sunday morning at 9. Danger in Bataglia. Glad you're kicking off your sports weekend with us here on the fan. Watching along on the, the stream on the YouTube channel at the fan Rochester. Streaming on Twitch at the fan Rochester and in the free to download Odyssey app. Gino, some news of the day, and, and let's make our picks for this weekend's action. It's going to be epic. Did you ever mispronounce somebody's name and they correct you right off the bat? Uh, I'm sure I have. Well, that, that, it, it happened to me once, and I remember who it was because uh, this is years back, and I'm lining up a postgame guest, and uh, the Patriots are always the most difficult team to deal with when it comes to that sort of stuff. They don't want to do what? anything. Yeah, I know. Shocking. What? So I go to the new player who was a top 10 pick. And again, top 10 pick. I should have known. Hi, Jared. My name is G. It's Gerard. Like, oh, no. Would you have? And he was kind enough to do the interview. And then as he's doing the interview, I always want to, like, say thank you at the end. But now in my mind, it's playing tricks. Like, wait, I knew it was Gerard. And I said, Jared? Or is it Jared or Gerard? And, and, and I punted. I'm like, why, thank you, Mr. Mayo. So to me, he's always Mr. Mayo. Mr. Mayo is the new head coach of the New England Patriots. Grown man calling a kid Mr. Mayo. Mr. Mayo. Yeah. Because I didn't want to offend him again. Because right, yeah. look, I, I think we have a, a pretty good enough uh, relationship with the New England Patriots that moving forward, he will be Jared Mayo in the sports <laughs> Jared world. Mayo. It will be Jared Mayo. There will be no Gerard. You called him Jared. His name is Jared. <laughs> Jared Mayo is the new coach 
of the New England Patriots. That didn't take long. Fantastic. Was this part of the Belichick? Tell me about the interview process here. How many many candidates did you bring in for this job? You don't need to. When you promote from within, you can just, there is no Rooney rule. So you just kind of, you promote from within and was this part of the negotiation with Belichick just to step aside whatever he was owed or, you know, let me kind of go, but let, let's promote from within. This is who I want because this has Belichick's fingerprints all over it. His kid is going to be running that defense still. Is he not? I can't imagine. I, I, I mean, does the kid stay in New England or does he go with his old man to his next destination? Uh, that's a good point. I would imagine he goes with his old man to his next destination, right? If he goes to his next, we're all assuming maybe wow. it's a, they got to move quick in New England. But here's what I know. This is great news, right? Like point to the New England staff member that goes and has great success elsewhere. And again, he's staying there. But when does Josh McDaniels come back to New England now to run the offense? I mean, it's I don't think anything really changes in New England. It's still a major rebuild. And you're going with an unproven commodity. Defensive-minded head coach as well. Don't yes. love that for New England. Don't love that if you're a Patriots fan. You need a quarterback. You need somebody that can go in there and turn that offense into something. Well, here's the deal, right? Well, you could just hire a bright mind as an offensive coordinator. Yes, absolutely, you can do that. You can find the next Ben Johnson, and you can get a quarterback and develop him. And guess what? He'll be gone. Like if if it works, well, then you're going to go through this process. So that's why you always want somebody leaning offense as opposed to defense, because those coordinators are in such high demand. So I think this is great news for everybody uh, that is a Bills fan today. Now, there is we're quick to dismiss this as great news for the Buffalo Bills. But what if this is actually great news for the New England Patriots? We don't have to look very far in the NFL to see some a scenario where something like this worked, and that would be what's going on in Houston right now. Do you think the Patriots took a close look at what's happening with Houston? And Oh, we brought D'Amico Ryan's former player back to be our head coach year one, and we're in the postseason. Now, the thing that's missing, the element that, that is missing from the Patriots that they have in Houston is that stud rookie quarterback correct and, and ryan's was also coming from he, he you know cut his teeth in san francisco so you know like what success has mayo had on a coaching staff okay you got to a wild card game and you got blown out by the bills a couple seasons ago so uh to me he's still an unproven commodity to me this still has belichick's fingerprints all over it and if belichick does not decide to coach somewhere this year well then you know, good, good that he's going to have his kids on the staff. No chance that he's going to decide not to coach, right? He still wants to coach. He wants that record. How bad, though? Like, say the unexpected happens, meaning, okay, Dallas wins, and that's not unexpected, but McCarthy stays and Sirianni stays. All right, so if these are the openings, mm. are we, you know, like, if there isn't that hey, you're ready to win now, but we just need an upgrade at coach. Atlanta doesn't fit that. The Chargers don't fit that. I still struggle with with Atlanta being the one that they they put in the, as as like the lead speculative destination for Bill Belichick. That feels like it doesn't make any sense at all to me. Like that would be the last place I could see Belichick going. Uh, it is weird. Unless they're going to give him more power. It's just, it, but it feels like a weird destination. And also, the the team that, that he came back from behind to beat in the Super Bowl, and now you're going to embrace him as as now the, the head coach of your team, that would be a weird thing for fans. 
that would be a weird thing for for Atlanta. The the, the market it'd be a we- just a weird fit. There's a couple of markets in the NFL where. <laughs> the NFL second fiddle, Los Angeles being one of them. Like USC football, I truly believe are more popular than the Rams. Maybe the Rams get to that point at some day. If the Raiders had stayed, they'd be more popular. Um, no, the, the the point being that college football is king in Atlanta. Yeah, even with Bill Belichick, there'll be a novelty there. So I don't see that. I don't see him certainly in in Carolina. I don't see him anywhere on the West Coast either. So it's. To me, I, I'm looking at the the Philly or Dallas uh, possibilities, uh, you know, which leads us to wow, wow, what a weekend we've got coming up. We here. do have a great weekend, and by the way, uh, you can always reach us out to us uh, on Elon's Twitter. That's uh, X at the Fan Rochester, uh, who uh, reached out to us here to kind of like let us know that uh, we've got a new youngest Sean, Sean reaching out did, to us. Yeah. we have a new youngest coach now in the NFL and we were just talking about this yesterday that Sean McVay for as long as he's been the coach of the Rams is it, what was it seven years that he's been the coach seven of the Rams? years with the late but he's still the youngest head coach well not anymore not though. anymore now Gerard Mayo I'm sorry Jared, Jared Mayo. Mayo Jared Mayo is now the new youngest head coach <laughs> in the NFL by a full 30 days so we got a month on Sean McVay Jared Mayo new head coach of the New England Patriots <laughs> I love that story. I love that you called him Mr. Mayo. <laughs> and from now on, he will be Jared Mayo in the sports bar. Or Mr. Mayo. Good luck, Jared. We <laughs> can't wait to see you next season. <laughs> Calling a 22-year-old Mr. <laughs> uh, this weekend, man, uh, what, a, what a lineup and, and you know, matchups with great storylines behind them. I mean, I'm so, so looking forward to uh, the Sunday night game. Uh, I think that the, the Rams and the Lions is going to be awesome. To, a nice nightcap after we're hopefully celebrating a Bills win on Sunday afternoon. Tomorrow's action is no slouch as well. I mean, the Monday night game is the downer, but let's face it, Monday night, I mean, you know, most of us have the day off. We'll be coming in to react positively or negatively to what happens Sunday afternoon with the Bills, but you know, Monday night is 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 the the weak spot and it's still a great matchup between the Eagles and the Bucks. I get some serious uh, Donovan McNabb, Sean King vibes when we talk about this game. Yeah, usually the game that has least interest is the one you bury on Saturday afternoon at 430 and even I say bury it's like that's still a good slot for TV viewing is it not you're you're settling in and maybe you watch it during dinner but um, yeah that that Houston Cleveland matchup to me is awesome. I Philadelphia Tampa Hey, there might be one player we're not paying any attention to, and we're just like, ah, okay, whatever. Like, wh- what if like Baker Mayfield goes on a run? Baker Mayfield going up against San Francisco, or he could just fall apart completely. Right? Like, I feel yeah. like he's being held together right now with paper clips and, and rubber bands, and that one hit will absolutely dislodge all of Baker Mayfield, and just pieces of him will be left all strewn all about the field. It's uh, it's an interesting. It's an interesting matchup, and and I think the aftermath of that matchup is also interesting. What happens if the Eagles lose? What happens if the Bucks get bounced in the uh, first round? I'm gonna I'm gonna suggest something here, and an and Eagle fan, a lot of Eagle fans. I'm not gonna say everyone, but they have selective memory. Meaning, you're all down on this team right now. Y'all don't like this team. Let me point out something, okay? The year you won the Super Bowl, yes, you were in the number one seed. You were the number one seed in the divisional round, and you were a home 
underdog against Atlanta. That's how down those people were on that Eagle team. And then Nick Foles shows up and you beat Atlanta, you beat Minnesota, and somehow you beat New England. You're the world champion. So for any team, all it takes is one. That's what's so great about the NFL, that things can kind of change here. So if the Eagles somehow find a way in Tampa, you watch. Y'all be back in. You're going from firing the head coach yeah, today, yeah. and then you'll all be back in coming up Tuesday well, morning. It kind of it kind of goes back to the point that Maggie Gray made yesterday uh, when she joined us here in the sports bar. We've nominated this as a take of the year uh, for, for the year 2024. Maggie Gray had some, had some thoughts on Philly sports fans, and, and one of our regulars took exception. I'll explain. Here's something I've learned about Eagles fans and maybe people generally from Philadelphia, but I don't like to bait with a broad brush. They're kind of miserable. I don't get it. <laughs> they're, they're kind of miserable sports fans, and I, they boo a lot, and they throw batteries at Santa Claus and all that stuff. It's not an act, guys. They're really like that. And so I think Eagles fans are, are they're depressed right now prematurely. They don't think they have a shot against the Bucks. Uh, we'll see. Premature depression. Philadelphia Eagles fans. <laughs> Mike Catalana happened to catch wind of Maggie Gray's comments and reached out to me on X. I don't know if you saw this, Gene. No, I did not. Come on. Not even a good insult against Philly fans. We always laugh. The minute anybody mentions the Santa Claus thing from 60 years ago, we know they don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well... Disagreeing with uh, Catalana, Tony writing in uh, to me, uh, Maggie Gray knocked it out of the park once again. Yeah, if you missed that yesterday, uh, it's on demand. You can uh, also download the Odyssey app and uh, use the rewind feature yesterday. Uh, Maggie was in the four o'clock hour. All right, so we've got six games to look over here, Gino, uh, and it all gets underway with that matchup you mentioned, that early Saturday afternoon uh, matchup. The Browns and the Texans kick off at 4.30 right now. BetQL has Cleveland as two-point favorites, we got PJ's picks earlier today in the sports bar. Which direction are you leaning in this one? Okay, I'm going with a home underdog. I'm sorry, Browns fans. I know this was like a fun, fun ride, but it's time to end. Joe Flacco and the team. Can Joe, Fl- Joe Flacco, uh, back in uh, a few weeks ago, looked fantastic in Houston. That was when C.J. Stroud was not playing. So to me, C.J. Stroud in Houston, that offense, I can't wait for this matchup, and I'll take the uh, I'll take the Texans in a close one. I'm with you on this one. Home dog for me. Uh, I like the Texans. I think C.J. Stroud is a difference maker. I know that Cleveland defense is tough, and Stroud will be uh, presented with challenges. But, man, he just is cool. <laughs> like, he just – he you know what he reminds me of? Like, Joe Burrow. He really reminds me of, like, Joe Burrow was never flustered. CJ Stroud is just cool. He just gets out of trouble and makes the plays that he needs to make. He's a difference maker. Um, By the way, keep an eye on Devin Singletary. He's very sneakily having a nice quarter end of the season here in in that uh, Texans run game. And, and, you know, I think that continues. He's got some playoff experience, obviously, given his time with the Buffalo Bills. So I'm with you, Gino. I like the Texans and and the Flacco run. Look, I think Flacco can put up some monster numbers and Flacco can throw for over 300 yards again in this game. That wouldn't shock me at all. But uh, the, the difference being here where, you know, you had Cleveland really putting it on Houston. It's not Case Keenum. It's C.J. Stroud. I think you'll get a more competitive Texans team and, and a, a more competitive matchup between these two. Side note, if you're watching this game tomorrow and if somehow the camera pans away to a woman in Bill's gear, 
That's Monica. Oh, Monica's one of our one regulars. Of the, yeah, so Monica, her, her, her fiance, is running in the Houston Marathon. So she's going to the game by herself, and she's going to wear Bill's gear. How fantastic is that? Yeah. Gonna, yeah. Just to get in their kitchen. Yeah. Just in case. Just, just the odd case. chance you have to come north. Here's what you have to look forward to. Bill's Mafia representing uh, at uh, NRG Stadium there in Houston. All right. So that's the, the, the first game. We're on the same page on that one. Dolphins uh, going to the Chiefs. I don't know if you heard this or not, but uh, there might be some frigid temperatures. Could end up being the coldest game on record. I'm so tired of talking about the weather when it comes to these football games, Gino. Like, I always feel like we we hype up the weather, the weather, the weather, the weather, and then ultimately the game gets played and the weather isn't really a factor, or it is, everybody's cold, and, and we forget about it the next day. It doesn't matter. Yeah, if you're at the game, you'll never forget about it, but it's like, I, I haven't forgotten about Bill's Raiders from 19-whatever. Um, I think the Chiefs are going to win this game. I just think the Dolphins are too banged up. Really, the Bills... Had had there not be, been three bad Josh plays, uh, the Bills would have won that game comfortably. Well, it, the Chiefs rested their key guys uh, last week in the season finale, so I think Kansas City will pull this together, and Miami will be looking for the warm locker room here. I just don't think this is going to be much of a game. Do you there. like the Chiefs to cover? I do. Okay, so Chiefs minus four and a half over the Dolphins. That's the Peacock game Saturday night with uh, Miami's season ending at Arrowhead. All right, we, we've we've been talking about Bills and Steelers all week. Uh, you know, I made my prediction earlier this morning in the break room with uh, Duffy, Tommy, Kimmy, and Ryan. Uh, I have the Bills winning 21-17 win, but don't cover. I don't know what the weather is going to be. You don't know what the weather is going to be. The players don't know what the weather is going to be. Nobody can really concern themselves with it until they're actually in the moment. And I've just, the Bills winning these games, the way they've won them in kind of an inconsistent way doesn't lead me to believe that this is going to be one-sided or as one-sided as Vegas thinks it's going to be. 10 points feels like a lot. Yeah, I am going to pick this game assuming that we are going to get weather. And well, well, let's just say this. We don't know how much snow, but danger is going to be wind. And actually, that actually benefits Buffalo if there's going to be wind. Good luck to Mason Rudolph in that passing game if there's 20 to 25 mile an hour winds. We're not talking the level of the New England Monday night game from a few years ago, but certainly that is going to be a factor in this game. And I think that's going to keep the game under. And I'm going to take Buffalo 13, Pittsburgh 9 in this game. Why 9? Just for the sports bar. Just for that sake. Absolutely. It's nine times. Good sports bar karma. And the over-under on that keeps moving down now. It's at 35, and I know a lot of people are, are on that under as well for the uh, Bills and Steelers in the early window on Sunday afternoon. All right, Cowboys hosting the Packers. Green Bay getting seven points in Big D. That is too much. Too many points. Too many points. The question is, <laughs> are we going to have... Like Dallas, when they go out, it's kind of like the Bills. When Dallas goes out, it's a meltdown. Like, oh my gosh, the clock's running out against us on against San Francisco. Like, or or putting you know, Zeke Elliott at center against San Francisco. I, I think the Cowboys get it done. I think that, I'm sorry, the Belichick to Dallas rumors are going to have to uh, wait at least another week here, Danger. Uh, I will take the Cowboys, but not to cover 27-24 in what should be a fun game. Yeah, I'm with you. I like the Cowboys in this one as well. Um, you thought I was going to take the Packers. Did anybody think I was really going to take the Packers? No. I, I want the Packers. No, but uh, does Dallas cover, Danger? Uh, does Dallas cover? Yeah, Dallas covers. I think oh, Dallas can cover. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll take Dallas in the seven points. Absolutely. All right. The, the, this is the one that I'm really, really looking forward to. And what a way to end Sunday. 
narrative written all over this one with the Rams and the Lions and Geno. Lions fans have been waiting so long to host a playoff game at Ford Field. Ford Field has never hosted a Lions playoff game. It is the saddest thing. It's the saddest statistic. They've been a sad franchise for so long, and they've got so much hope and so much optimism, and there's so much reason to believe that this team could get them deep into the playoffs. Dan Campbell and everything that he brings to the table. The offense has looked good. The defense is the defense. All of that being said, it feels like something really, really bad is going to happen to Detroit fans on Sunday night. It feels like Matt Stafford is going to go into Detroit, the team that he played for all those years, that he labored through all those years, and the Rams are going to go into Detroit and beat the Lions. Well, if you haven't been paying attention to the Rams, I mean, I forgive you. Nobody was really, but... Uh, Puka, Puka Nakua has had, had one of the best rookie wide receiver seasons in NFL history. He just did. Kyron Williams has turned into this two RB one where for fantasy wise, you might be looking at him at the end of round one next year. Um, that's a team that can match Detroit point for point. And if we're doing the old, okay, who is better in these categories? Who's the better head coach? I'm going to take the guy who won a Super Bowl. I'm going to take the guy who's been to two Super Bowls. I'm going to take the guy who has more experience. I'm not going to take the guy who, in the last important game for Detroit, made a dumb, emotional decision. Yes, that was a terrible call. But then you doubled down. You tripled down by going for two from the seven-yard line. What are you thinking? That cost you the number two seed that let Dallas in the door. Green Bay, even though a divisional opponent, the Rams are a worse matchup here. So Dan Campbell, in my mind, has put his team in a bad position by getting the Rams in here and Matthew Stafford in here. Oh, and this leaves like the fun part to me. Who's the better quarterback? It's Matthew Stafford, the guy who's won a Super Bowl. He's got honestly danger. And, and who's the more motivated quarterback? Who's got the chip on his shoulder here? Well, Who did they, we all leave for dead? I think Goff might have a bigger chip on his shoulder because he was left for dead and they sent him to football purgatory or they thought, and he's actually done well for himself in Detroit, but you're right. I think Stafford is the better quarterback. And we're talking about all these guys that the Rams are rostering that kind of came out of nowhere, right? Like Kyron Williams before the season, like nobody was talking about Kyron Williams. He's spectacular. Puka Nakua has been fantastic. That's the offensive side of the ball. There's a player on the defensive side of the ball that's turning a lot of heads that not a lot of people are talking about. The defensive tackle, Kobe Turner, is a, a fantastic rookie playing alongside Aaron Donald. Those two, I think, are going to give fits to Jared Goff, force Jared Goff into some mistakes. I, you know what? I, I think it's a close game, but I, I, I hate this for Lions fans. I really do. I hate that my mind is going here, but I really feel like Stafford is going to go in there. The Rams are going to go in there, and they're just going to rip your hearts out. And, and I'm not wishing that on you, but the football gods demand it. This is just the way it goes. You have to suffer a little bit more heartbreak before you can take that next step to the next level. And if you're the Lions and you're, you you want to be considered a, a contender year in and year out, this is part of that process. So Rams go in and they beat the Lions at Ford Field Sunday night. The uh, only thing, do you have this game going over, Danger? It's a 52. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, a lot of points in this game. Yeah, I, I, I'll take the Rams in what should be like a spectacular game. Uh, 31-28. I will take L.A. on a walk-off field goal. We're agreeing on everything as far as the outcome. Only one disagreement as far as the point spread. But uh, that would set up Rams Niners <laughs> yeah. divisional round. Yeah. Wow. Um, Monday Night Football, Eagles and Buccaneers. And as far as upsets, all right, well, you and I both picked the Texans. You and I both picked the Rams. And I think, I don't know if we're going to kind of diverge on this one, but we've all left Philadelphia for dead and a team with a lot of pride. This is not the Tom Brady Buccaneers, folks. I'm sorry. They're just not. It's been a fun story. Um, It's been the worst division in football. No, yes. Yeah, as far as like who won the division, yeah, it's Tampa Bay. They struggled last week to wrap it up against uh, the Carolina Panthers. Uh, To me, Philadelphia, if they just play smart football, meaning... Get back to the basics, Swift and a little Boston Scott and maybe just hitting your tight end here or there. Ugly win. I'll take the Eagles 17-14. I think the Eagles are trash. I think they're done. I think the Bills broke them. They haven't been the same since. They got that win against the Bills, but at what cost? They sold their soul. They haven't been right since, and I think the Bucs are going to win at home. It, this is not a sexy matchup, right? The Bucks would then advance to play the Cowboys, and you would think that the Cowboys would wipe wipe the floor if the Cowboys beat the Packers, wipe the floor with the Buccaneers. Um, I, I would love to see the Eagles win because that would set up, uh, would that set up Eagles-Cowboys? It would, right? Yes, it would. That would be fantastic in the divisional round. If you had Eagles-Cowboys, Niners-Rams in the divisional round yeah. in the NFC, oh, well, well, I don't see it happening. I think the Bucks win this game. Maybe I'm blinded here because secretly, what if the world, hey, Belichick's preferred destinations, they're not available this time next week. <laughs> like, hey, Bill, uh, hey, Carolina, we really, really want you. Yeah, that plays out in Belichick's favor, right? He could just kind of continue to drive his price up, keep negotiating, you know, keep uh, pit, pit one uh, contender against another contender and see uh, see who actually makes the best <laughs> offer until he gets the actual offer from the job he wants or the job he would actually consider. Because I don't think he would consider Carolina. I don't think he would consider. I, I, I don't get Atlanta, but I don't think he would consider teams that are are going to struggle for the foreseeable future. What about Tennessee? Hmm. Maybe. Maybe. New stadium. Optimism. Young quarterback. Maybe. GM has too many, too much power there. Uh, yeah, that would be an issue. He would have to go. Yeah. He, he would have to go, or yeah. he, he would have to seed. Uh, so he would have to shelve some ego and let Belichick kind of have his way on some things. But yeah, I, I, I would say maybe on that one. Um. Hey, that that'll be a fascinating storyline through the course of the offseason as well here the next few weeks where does bill belichick go we know that jared mayo will be succeeding him <laughs> in new england that much we know as we found that out earlier this morning uh as we continue here in the sports bar appreciate your calls today on the good smoke barbecue and pub wingman line at 866 4 fan 866 
four three two six and a lot of fun so far this afternoon checking in with brooke uh, brooke Pryor, who covers the pittsburgh steelers for espn's nfl nation uh she was fantastic last hour and of course our week uh, our winners from of the week this weekend pj glasser giving us his plays for super wild card week and the host of beck ql's send it in who was fantastic in the three o'clock hour if you missed either of those conversations you can find them anywhere you get your podcasts search us in the odyssey app youtube spotify Stitcher, just look for the fan Rochester everywhere, and you'll you'll see all of those conversations. If you uh, came in late or if you missed it entirely, the fan Rochester in the free to download Odyssey app. Next in the sports bar, we get to a round of shots. Gino, did you see these photos down in Charlotte where the Amherst will be playing tomorrow night? Sick, oh, sick. It looks just like Frozen Frontier, doesn't it? No, no, <laughs> no, not quite. No, it it it, it looks like honestly the the skating rink right outside the strong where they put the winter festival uh-huh. there. It's like, Oh my gosh, you don't even know you the, the way it's shot. You can't even tell you're in a baseball stadium. You just look like they dropped the game in the middle of a city in here. the middle of downtown. It, yeah. lo- it looks oh, pretty sick. Yeah. 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 I'm kind of, kind of jealous. I'd like to be there tomorrow night. So every displaced Rochesterian, you're going to enjoy that tomorrow night. We'll set you up for the Amherst, the Sabres this weekend. Carmelo Anthony danger. He has a take that, I think the majority of us are just going to cringe at just just Carmelo really, really wrong here. I got some Yankee news today here in the sports bar as well. All right, we'll get to that and more next time for a round of shots on the way on the fan. You're listening to the sports bar with danger and Bataglia on 95, seven oh, yeah. FM and AM nine fifty. The fan Rochester worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole well good thing instacart shoppers are as picky as you are they find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line they are milk expiration date detectives they bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. Bills, Sabres, Amherst, your home for live sports is 95.7 FM and AM 950 The Fan, Rochester. Back in the sports bar on the fan, Danger and Bataglia ready for a round of shots. Yeah, there's only one team below the Buffalo Sabres in the Eastern Conference standings. That's the Ottawa Senators. The Sabres holding on for a 5-3 win. Tage Thompson scoring twice. J.J. Paterka, Peyton Krebs both scoring for the first time in 12 games. UPL with 25 saves. Well, now comes a tougher test. Vancouver, the leaders of the Pacific Division, 27-11-3 the record. It's a 4 o'clock face-off Saturday afternoon. Buffalo also home on Martin Luther King Day, 1 o'clock against San Jose. All right, so Vancouver is going to be a problem. San Jose, that feels like the kind of game where the, the Sabres would trip up like an inferior opponent or you would they own san jose historically yeah. so that's the one team so i don't get that they that they considered uh ottawa to be a measuring stick game though i think wasn't that granada that said that yesterday oh, this is a measuring stick i'm like measuring stick what so you can prove that you're not the worst team in the league what, what are we doing <laughs> what measure you should beat ottawa yes congratulations you don't get a cookie for beating ottawa at home no not at all. Now, be- Vancouver, who's hot right now, Vancouver, who's just rolling through the East, beating Pittsburgh, beating the Rangers, like Vancouver's somehow found themselves to be the best team in the NHL this season. I, you know, this is the NHL, and that's how quickly things can change. Yeah, and, and it's also noteworthy that these teams that kind of go from town to town to town when they're from the West out East, you know, earlier start in particular, this might be an opportunity for the Sabres to kind of catch a tired Vancouver team. Tomorrow night's going to be special for the Am playing in their second outdoor game in franchise history. The first one on the road, Truist Field, home of the Charlotte Knights, is the venue. Danger, it is gorgeous. Everything you would want in a downtown ballpark. It's going to be the third outdoor game for Captain Michael Mersh. He had one at the University of Minnesota, also one in Ontario, the AHL. That's not the most on the team. It's the fourth for Dustin Tokarski. He was the backup in Ontario, also the backup with the Buffalo Sabres in the Heritage Classic, and started a game in Cleveland last year. Mm. Uh, the two teams play indoors tonight. Puck drop at seven with Don Stevens here on the Sports Leader. Uh, yeah, th- that the images from the outdoor game in Charlotte look remarkable. I mean, we, we always marvel at the the downtown ballpark there, the minor league ballpark for the Knights. It's it's the best minor league ballpark in in, in the in the minor leagues, right? I mean, we can't we can't find one that's better. I mean, we love Innovative Field. Don't get us wrong, but that one feels like that's the standard. And then you put the ice on it, and you see these images, and it really like. Holy hell, they're playing downtown Charlotte. Like it looks like the city is just all around them. It's a great atmosphere. Yeah, and they want to do everything to kind of point this out because when we talk about and baseball, once they figure out finally, once and for all, the A's, they put them in Vegas. All right, now the let's bid for an expansion team. That process begins. And I would think Nashville is at the top of the list. But Charlotte's going to put their hand up because they didn't build that stadium for AAA. They built it with the idea that you could expand it, and here's what it would look like. And look, that looks like, to me, be a fantastic Major League ball- ballpark. Uh, locally this weekend, it should be a decent crowd for the Nighthawks as they host the defending champion Buffalo Bandits. Boo. That game tomorrow night at the BCL. So tomorrow night, RIT is home hosting Canisius. The men coming off a 3-1 loss last night at Niagara. The RIT women hosting Penn State tonight at 6, tomorrow at 2. Okay. Carmelo Anthony has a podcast. I guess everyone has a podcast. Everyone has a podcast. Tell me about your podcast. Give me a card. Tell me with a QR code. Show me where I can get your podcast. Where can I listen to your podcast? I'll add it to the List. Yeah, it's called uh, 7 p.m. in Brooklyn with the Kid Mellow. 
Okay. Uh, in the latest episode, he discloses he was not happy at all when the Denver Nuggets gave his old number 15 to Nikolai Jokic. Are you serious with it this It was guy? a, here's the quote, it was a petty maneuver. Oh, it wasn't kiss. like, oh, we've got numbers to choose from. It was like, here, kid, you got number 15. What I believe is they gave him number 15 to try to erase what I did. Oh, who cares? Dude. Jokic wasn't a top 10 pick. He was a second round flyer. No one was even sure if he'd make the team. Nobody knew what they had. And Carmelo, what did you exactly do in Denver? You led him to a Western Conference final? Yeah. What, what a legacy. Wow. Yeah. He, uh, man, I, I guess I, I, this confirms what I think I already knew about Carmelo. He feels like he's out of touch with reality, like really no sense of self-awareness and just Overall, just kind of out of touch with reality. So listen to that podcast if you want to hear an alien for <laughs> 45 minutes. <laughs> but he did. We love him in Syracuse, though, do we not? Uh, the Yankees improved the back end of the rotation. They brought in former Jay Met and Cub Marcus Stroman. Two years, $37 million. Now, in the first half of last season, he was good. Yeah. Sporting a 2.96 ERA, but he had some injuries in the second half. And when he was out there in the second half, that dragged his ERA down for the season to 3.95. Stroman is a Long Island native who got miffed at the Mets when they did not want to resign him a few years ago and didn't he have some disparaging things to say about the yankees don't like i i don't see yankee fan excited about this move more because the not because of the player's ability more because of the player himself he's a different cat he's going in like that that's something to kind of monitor is like he's not going to kind of step in line he's going to tell you exactly what he's thinking small guy listed at five seven i don't know like he's like maybe five five so look good on the yankees are only giving him two years but he is a guy at 32 yeah he could break at any point um funny it was florida state that the ncaa picked out for nil violations no, here we go um like isn't every school kind of doing this there was boosters paying recruits directly as much as fifteen thousand dollars a month that's wow. why they got pinged florida state must disassociate from their collective the school is on probation for two years Hi, okay so i i guess i'm kind of ignorant to this story but yeah you're right isn't this what everybody is doing doesn't every school have a collective of boosters of 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 sponsors of whoever that that they're pooling the money to to pay some of the athletes. Yeah, but but like if you're doing this as a flow chart, collective goes to school, goes to player. It can't go collective to player, and like we're gonna recruit on our own. Uh, so I get that, but I would just kind of say, you really think Florida State was the only one doing this? Really, really? Yeah, right. So all right, so Florida State is guilty of not having their collective in order and having some rogue boosters paying students directly is what this is. Correct. Got it. Correct. And and if I had to nominate which school that would be, I don't know, Florida State might have been on the top of the list. Well, I, I'm just wondering if, um, I'm wondering if all other schools, like it, how does it look now with colleges? Do you have like a department specifically for the collective, do you have like one person? Is it the AD who's like in charge of making sure that the collective is in order and that you know what the funds are in the collective so you can disperse and distribute those funds appropriately? Yeah. yeah is, any, should, is, that, you, is that what they have you, now? You should have somebody that, that's kind of doing that. And with this new kind of uh, proposal that actually everybody would get paid a flat fee. Like, like that's kind of the proposal. And maybe at some point we're going to have 
like, you know, the, the, you can't even say power five, but like, you know, the top tier of NCAA football, whatever we're going to call that kind of break off. They got to break off football. Yeah. Football just has to be its own thing in college. Athletics. Yes. It just needs to be its own thing. Yes. It, it, I don't know. Like, eventually this goes to Congress. Eventually the politicians get involved and, and I don't have faith that they'll do the right thing, but common sense tells you, you have to put this separate. You have to keep the football thing separate from all the other sports because it's just, and I know basketball, but like, oh, what about us? Yeah. Okay. Maybe, maybe you just divide up all the sports and find a way to scale it. I Does it make sense to send Syracuse women's basketball out to Cal and Stanford? No. And all these other wacky kind of uh, geographical, you can't even call them alignments. It's, it's crazy how it's laid out. Finally, let's take a look at some of the ticket pricing for this weekend's wildcard action. It's not outrageous in Buffalo. The best price this morning was at 103 bucks. And maybe that goes down between now and game time as uh, we get a little more certainty with the forecast. You want to take a guess what is the most expensive ticket? It has to be Detroit. It is Detroit. Yeah. Uh, the first playoff game in the history of Ford Field going for $372. Yeah. The cheapest seat is Kansas City, where the market is falling just like those temperatures. It's not too often. You see a playoff ticket go below face value. Like this is a preseason game. $53 is the get-in price in KC. Even those hardy folks in the Midwest have their limits when it comes to dealing I with the weather. I, I, I got to imagine, like I'm thinking to myself, if you bought a pair of tickets, $53 a ticket, you're spending over $100, you're going to be miserable. Miserable. Probably for a good four or five hours. Yeah. You're, you're there, you're cheering on your team, but is it worth it? <laughs> it to be like, eh. Uh, I got to spend a hundred dollars over a hundred dollars to be there, but be miserable because of how cold it is. I don't know. To me, the miserable part isn't sitting that like, like you're going to Buffalo Sunday and this is actually going to hit like they, they are saying there's a really good chance it will. It's the drive home. It really is the drive home. And as I mentioned, and and I'll drink to that, uh, the idea that you could have put the stadium downtown, which, Okay, put the economics, put the dollars aside. It's out of the snow band. Watch what happens. If it's like the Colts game danger, you'll get up to the 190 interchange, and then, oh, there's no snow here. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, that's going to be the, the grind, just getting out of there and getting back to Rochester. Yeah, the drive home from a Bills game to Rochester, for me, it always it's a, it's a two-part deal. Part one is holding it until you can get to the Pembroke rest stop. Part two is easy street. If I can make it to part one, I'm okay. Like I always feel like you're because you're sitting in traffic. You gotta go. You gotta go. Then you finally get going. Then you slow down again. You keep going. Slow down. Just get me to Pembroke. Get me to the Pembroke exit, and I'll be okay. Get me to that rest stop. You know the rest stop I'm talking it's about. It's a right? zoo, though. It's that a rest absolute day. zoo, and I love it. Every time I've been there after a Bills game, I'm like, "Yep, this feels like a. It feels like a club. It feels like a party." But that that's you have to break it up into two parts. I can't imagine what that's going to be like with elements in play. Like, no, no, thank you. I don't want to be stuck in that. I wouldn't want to have to deal with the pace being slower than I want to go. Uh, that's going to be a challenge for a lot of fans. Hopefully everybody stays safe, man. That's all you can really hope for in this situation. I think everybody will. I think cooler heads will probably prevail because um, I know that that's the NFL's concern with both Kansas City and Buffalo. Like, we've got sub-zero wind chills here. We've got a foot of snow here the worst thing that could happen is somebody dying at either of these games because of the elements. We won't talk about the fact that a Bills fan died just being a Bills fan in Miami, probably inciting some stuff in Miami, but fans die. No, that, 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 that was 
literally had nothing to do with him being a Bills fan. It was just a road rage. Yes, but he was a Bills fan in Miami. Correct. Yes, correct. It wasn't some Dolphin fan coming up. Right. It wasn't an NFL problem, but, you know, fans dying at games feels like it's something that the NFL doesn't want to have as as a headline going uh, going into next week and, and the divisional round. All right, we got last call on the way next here on the Fan Rochester. You can pull up a stool and join us on the Good Smoke Barbecue and Pub Wingman line. That's 866-4326-866-4FAN. Best barbecue in town. That's easy. Good Smoke Barbecue and Pub in East Rochester. Gino, I think I might I might pressure the girls into giving me a little Good yeah. Smoke Barbecue for my birthday weekend here. Award-winning barbecue for lunch, dinner, the perfect choice to cater your next party as well. Visit GoodSmokeBarbecue.com. For the catering menu and order form, check out their daily and weekly specials online or Facebook. Like the Super Slider Lunch Combo Deal, made for the sports bar, man. It's only nine ninety nine. Nine times. Amazing food, amazing price, and great beer selection. Good Smoke Barbecue and Pub, Modern Barbecue Experts, 135 West Commercial Street in East Rochester, and GoodSmokeBBQ.com. You're listening to the Sports Bar with Danger and Bataglia. <laughs> On 95.7 FM and AM 950, The Fan Rochester. Odyssey has sports for every fan. Keep up with your favorite teams from across the country and get the inside scoop from experts. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Odyssey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 